just remember, every soul is a God and every soul is a test for you. Every soul is testing how you're behaving, how you're reacting, how you're projecting, how your aggression and progression is. Are you lying? Are you scared? What's your relationship? Thank you. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I am Jatira Dukar and I teach overachieving women how to heal their inner child so they can live sovereign lives. And this is our movement of sovereign women healing holistically and awakening spiritually. Satnam, beautiful goddesses. Satnam, Marissa, how are you? Happy, happy Tuesday. I was like, what day is it today? But I guess it is Tuesday. Beautiful Tuesday. A couple of days right before this very beautiful auspicious new moon in Aquarius. We're also entering this five planet stellium in the sign of Aquarius, the sun, uh, the moon, Jupiter, Venus. I mean, we have like this whole stellium of energy that's just pushing us forward into the future. There's a lot of benefic energy. There's a lot of energy of these new beginnings that you've been working through, especially since this last great Jupiter conjunction. And so this is an opportunity for us, especially to really dive deep into our relationships. Venus, like I was explaining to the beautiful goddesses of Satori, we are going to be taking a nice little journey with Venus this month. It started with the last full moon. And now Venus being in the planet of uh, Jupiter, as well as Uranus by the end of like in the 20, 22nd, I think it is you are going to have and feel this energy of just impacting your, your relationships, the relationships you have with life, the relationship you have with others, your romantic relationships, especially. And as we know this week also, you know, we're getting ready to celebrate uh, Valentine's Day, the big V day. And so there's a lot of just this feeling and essence of, of, of wanting to either solidify, strengthen, passion, you know, bring more passion to our relationships or, because we're living in times of extremes, you know, the, the other side of the token, which is relationships are falling apart, relationships that were not strong to begin with, were are completely crumbling, and they're not just going to, they're not going to make it, they're not going to be able to, to transcend all this cosmic energy that is really calling us to move into higher frequency relationships, you know, to let go of those that are toxic for us, and to understand which are there to hold key lessons, ways that our soul can open up to our highest potential by learning how to use relationships as the highest form of yoga. And that's what we've been working on this entire month at Satori Wellness and Spirituality with our virtual classes. Everything is dedicated towards creating sacred relationships. And we're working specifically with our energy, our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, our programs. I talked a little bit yesterday about how the inner child plays such a huge role in how we ourselves experience life and how our relationships play out in this world. And if when we don't address our inner child programming, that in reality, even if we change up the relationship, get seven different new relationships, they're all going to mimic our frequency, our programming, our own thoughts, feelings, and emotions, our beliefs about what we believe 
relationships should look like based on what we experience as young children. So you can check out the replay on the podcast. You can actually tune in wherever podcasts are streamed. A few of you have asked me, but you can check it out on Apple, Google, Spotify. I've been liking the Spotify uh, podcast uh, replays or even podcasts in general it seems so organized and maybe because I just listen to all my music there it makes it a lot easier but you can find us anywhere there and check out that replay because it'll give you a really good overview of how the subconscious mind the programming the energy how that actually impacts your current day relationships but today specifically I want to share with you a little bit more about twin flames versus and soulmates and these two types of relationships that are so incredibly opportunities for us to truly awaken and to truly live sovereign lives because like I said yesterday relationships are the highest form of yoga there's a lot of misinformation out there as it relates to twin flames and soulmates and I want to debunk some of the misconceptions as to what a soulmate is and what a twin flame is but more importantly I really want to use this 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 opportunity to talk about these these different types of relationships to really get to the answer because a lot of people are out there seeking they're like oh I'm looking for my twin flame I'm looking for my soulmate and they're seeking and seeking and seeking and they're really being taken advantage of as well because of the information that's out there saying you know if you pay me this amount of money you know, you're, I'm going to give you this potion or I'm going to, you know, make, uh, have you somehow magically, you know, align with, with the soulmate or twin flame or call them into your life. You know, those are things that really are a waste of your time and energy because when we don't really look at for the answers within and when we don't actually change the only thing that we can change, if we want to change our reality, which is ourselves, that we continue to be on a loop. And we continue to become gathered and be put into these situations where we believe we need even to seek these relationships in order to have a fulfilling life. And that is not what a sovereign woman is at all. A sovereign woman is in sovereignty and wholeness of herself. She understands that she completes herself and that in essence, a relationship, a relationship is one that she can enjoy in full vulnerability. And the reason she can do that is because she has not bypassed her own healing. When we do not bypass our own healing and we have a deep, intimate connection with ourselves, with our own inner child, then we don't play out these programs in our relationships and we create beautiful, transparent, honest, conscious love, passionate love that we are all worthy of. And when we talk about soulmates and twin flames, it helps us really get an idea of why we go through specific relationships in our life as well, how we can change the frequency of that a little bit more deeper and how to understand the relationships that we're currently in so that we don't have Alice so that we know where to put the boundaries. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're first going to look at soulmates versus twin flame, and we're going to look at balls of twin flame. We're also going to talk about what you need to do to align yourself to a truly authentic conscious relationship, whether it's a twin flame, if you're really ready to go all in, because when I tell you what you need to do, you may not want to, what you need to do specifically to actually align yourself with that. 
and then learning how to work with the energy to help you get there. Okay. So really in a quick nutshell, I'm going to go deep into it. We actually had like this whole discussion inside of Satori wellness and spirituality in our Course in Miracles psychotherapy night, which is tonight. Tonight is our Tuesday virtual class. And tonight we're going to be looking at as their whole sacred relationships and looking at the sound frequency of God. It's a beautiful lesson that we're going to be diving deep into to help us in understanding all of this. But we talked really deep into understanding like the difference between the soulmates and the uh, twin flames. But in a nutshell, the soulmate is one that doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic partner. A soulmate is somebody who you come into union into this world but they you two are two separate souls that's one of the biggest differences between the soulmate and the twin flame relationships the soulmate is a, another soul and both of you incarnated and perhaps you've been on many past lifetime incarnations perhaps they've even been your father or mother and now you're their mother or father because to me my sons my especially both of my boys they are they're my soulmates because i came in i feel like i've been in past incarnations with them and I feel like my oldest son has been my father or some type of leadership figure in my life in the past and they come you meet these and you and you recognize them to raise the frequency of this planet you really do I mean you work with them in partnership uh, through love through through self-acceptance you see the beauty in them because they they have their own beauty but you recognize it in them and you, you basically can foster unconditional love. Those are beautiful soulmate relationships. There are also karmic soulmate relationships that come to teach you a lesson, right? Two souls that then uh, become karmic, the experience so that you can learn through love, the lesson and learn unconditional love. And a little bit different, they can become a little bit more problematic and they can become a little bit more challenging. But again, ultimately the lesson is love. Now the twin flames is uh, the twin flame. Diane says one of our favorite nights at A Course in Miracles. Like literally that night, there were like so many miracles, because what is a miracle? But a shift in perception, right? And so that you could feel it, you could sense it. And so the difference between the soulmate and the twin flame is that the twin flame relationship, in essence, is literally two. It's one soul that's separated and incarnated into two. It literally incarnated into two and, and you're split in this incarnation and many people actually align with this other half of them in this incarnation. Now, it doesn't mean that you are exactly the same as that other individual. Like, for example, you have the same personalities, the same characteristics, the same traits. It doesn't mean that at all by many means the twin flame in all honesty has those qualities that you don't love perhaps about yourself so the twin flame serves a purpose of being a mirror in this incarnation so that you can self-realize because the reality is is that the relationships they come into this union right and we look at relationships and we look at the things that are wrong with that human being. And then we try to change that human being or their, or their habits or their personality, right? But the reality is that if we see those negative traits in that human being is that those negative traits actually exist in us as well. And when these two souls split and then they decide to incarnate at the same time, 
and they find themselves in these uh, basically incarnations in this physical 3D, the relationship at many times is very tumultuous. And there's different, there's like a 12 step journey that they take the, the twin flames because they can come into union, but a lot of the times they're actually separated and they go through a time of being separated so that they could go learn the lessons and go heal as well. And, and the reason that this needs to happen is because the only way, and this is where a lot of people are like, oh, just give me a potion or something to drink or tell me what monster to chance I can align with my twin flame. And this is where they don't understand. This is where women, if you truly want to experience it, and let me tell you again, these twin flame relationships are very chaotic because the, the relationship is constantly always showing you those attributes, those characteristics that are in you that you don't want to see in you. Ultimately, as a human being, we are here to awaken spiritually and to basically understand that we are under the illusion of polarity. As a spiritual teacher and as someone who has been through very deep metaphysical experiences through plant medicine, through my own psychotherapy of A Course in Miracles and through my own inner work of Kundalini Yoga, I can tell you that I've tasted this 5D consciousness and I can put myself in these states where I can experience that and leave all the roles aside, all those egoic programs, all those, especially inner child wounds that hold us back from truly seeing each other as God in drag, walking each other back home. That's exactly what the quote said that I shared with you here at the beginning, right? That ultimately the relationships that you're having are simply a mirror of the relationship that you have with yourself. So a lot of people they want to find twin flames, right? Because the twin flame is their split soul and they go chasing and they don't realize that they'll never ever be able to recognize a twin flame if they don't fully accept themselves, heal their own inner child programs, learn to see other individuals, not just romantic, but other individuals as herself so that she could basically transcend any victim mentality or any feelings of not feeling whole and complete. Because what happens is that when people feel that they are not whole and complete, they go out and they seek out relationships. And then they seek out these relationships so that they could fill that void. When that is an exact recipe for what? For failure, for divorce, for codependency, for playing out our abuse and neglect and abandonment traumas, right? All of those things that we went through as, as a child. But when you turn it around, and even if you believe that there is a twin flame for you out there, and you turn it around, and you first self-realize, you first learn to do the healing work within, you learn to accept yourself, you learn to love yourself unconditionally, then it is inevitable for you to energetically align to a beautiful relationship if your soul desires it. And when you come into union with this individual, and this is why twin flames actually separate for some time, and they may come back together in this lifetime or in another lifetime. But when you separate, you go do your own healing work because you change your frequency, you change the programs, you change those lessons you came to learn as a soul. And then once that frequency has changed, you come back into union. And then you are basically can see each other as a mirror. And you can see, even though that person is not exactly like you, in fact, they may be completely different, very personality-wise. My husband and I are opposites, complete opposites. 
And it were all the things that I wanted to change in him were the things that were difficult for me to accept that were in me. And when I started to change those things that I wanted to change in him, when I started to surrender to the moment and really reflect on what the mirror was showing me, I started to do some deep, and this is very deep shadow work, right? Where you start to not blame yourself, not judge yourself, but learn to be with your mind. And this is why the inner work, the SWC method, this is why it changes the neural pathways and unloads the subconscious. And I started to ask those questions instead of responding or being reactive and creating more karma in, in moments where he was unconscious, where I deemed him being unconscious or felt like I was a victim. I instead turned it around and went within and started to become more self-aware. And even in those moments where if you would ask a hundred people, if he was in the wrong as I was, if, and I was in the right, what I did was instead learn to send him prayer instead of creating a battlefield, World War III. Because when you think about twin flame relationships, they can be easily compared to the beautiful, most sacred relationships that you actually know about. And I'll name you just a few, just so that you realize what they look like. We're talking about Shiva and Shakti. Shiva being the masculine energy, Shakti, the feminine energy, but Shakti knows she's whole and complete. And Shiva knows he's whole and complete. And they come together in union to make something better for the better of humanity. Same thing with Christ, Jesus Christ, and Mary Magdalene. The reason that Jesus Christ gave the teachings, the wisdom of union of yoga to Mary Magdalene is because she recognized herself as whole and complete. She saw herself as powerful. She knew how to bring love to her demons. And together, they brought together the Christ consciousness, not him by himself, because he's more powerful. Together, he recognized that he needed her in order to be able for us to be able to experience it. Same thing with Isis and Osiris. Those are two twin flame relationships. Why are they twin flame relationships? Because each of them have self-realized. They know exactly who they are. They are goddesses and gods. They are queens. They're whole and complete. They don't need each other. They want to experience each other here in this world out of joy, right? Out of incredible curiosity. And they know each other. They know how strong and powerful they are. And, you know, when Osiris was murdered by his brother Seth in Egyptian mythology, and his body was spread throughout the entire, you know, world, Isis, her love, that unconditional love with no boundaries, right, was able to put him back together through her prayer. And that was her magic, her, her power of creation, bring him back into life because of her love and her ability to be able to transcend that. That is a twin flame relationship that has recognized itself in this realm. And this is why for long-term relationships, you know, like myself and my husband, we've been married for almost 23 years this year. We've known each other forever, right? And many of the past lifetimes, I'm sure it gets more exciting as you start to do your own self-healing journey. As you heal yourself, he heals himself. We would change our frequency. It becomes exciting to look at the potential of what we could possibly do because ultimately, like I've said, relationships are the highest form of yoga. So imagine that you can get yourself into a type of relationship like Christ and Mary Magdalene, honest, pure, powerful, like Isis on Osiris. And I'm not just saying like 
wooey wooey, you have to have a level of self-worth. You have to know who you are to know that you deserve that type of relationship. Because that's where a lot of people go wrong, especially as it relates to twin flame. Because twin flames can be very chaotic. They can have a lot of basically mirrors that are showing you back. A lot of people confuse this with narcissism or gaslighting. When a woman doesn't love herself fully, doesn't know who she is, she basically will find love outside of her. She'll become that human being as well as get confused. Get confused as to the true essence because love, love doesn't confuse you. Love doesn't have premeditated concepts of hurting you. And that's very, very important as a sovereign woman. And it's sometimes these new age you know, jambalaya stuff that go find your twin flame and the women go out and they seek and they seek and they don't realize that they'll never ever find the twin flame if they don't self-realize. If they don't see themselves as whole and complete and if they don't see their brothers and sisters as God in drag walking each other back home, they'll never find their twin flame. Why? Because relationships take the most work every single day, just like yoga. Why? Because you need a lot of compassion and you need a lot of forgiveness because the other person is not enlightened. Now, if you both are enlightened, you both will constantly be conscious. What a beautiful union. That's the Christ consciousness with uh, Mary Magdalene, Osiris, and Isis, right? And you can get there. That is our birthright, right? But as you work through your relationships and you work through your own self-healing and rewiring all those programs, what is it going to take for a relationship to truly be strong? Because the best relationships are not those that don't have the polarity of the argument or those challenges, those dark moments, dark nights of the shadow of the soul. Because let me tell you, those dark nights of the soul and looking back now, do I want them again in my life? Heck no with my husband, right? But they really did. They really were the breaking points to really bring us back to surrender and to have a lot of compassion for each other, have a lot of forgiveness. And when you get to that level of feeling that you've actually been seen and been forgiven and also have reciprocated that back, you really learn to have that for others. And it starts with you having that for yourself. So we can't go chasing these relationships, soulmates and twin flames if we don't change the frequency within first, because then we're going to continue to attract what our energy is, number one, and we're truly not going to learn the lesson of relationships, which is what? It's union, coming into one meaning. You're there to bring out the best of each other, not the worst. What do relationships usually do? You know, in really, in our old life, you know, and I don't know about you ladies, but relationships usually, and especially the way my parents' relationship goes, is like they make sure that they say the meanest words to each other and they use the things that they know hurt them the most, they, they pick the things that are that person's, you know, weakest point and they shove them in their face and they expect that person to just forget about it and, and, and not, you know, just forget that it happened. And that takes a lot of healing because words are very powerful. And when we're in a moment of anger, when we don't have our, when we're not in our satnam, we can say things that instead of lifting that human being, regardless of what has happened, regardless, ladies, because you can set boundaries and you divorces happen and breakups need to happen, right? But regardless, you're going to have to learn to forgive, right? That's the only way you're here to clear the karma. And a lot of the times these relationships, they come here so that we can have children with them so that our children break those cycles 
but let's all have children that don't need to recover from their own childhood, right? And the way we do that is we change our frequency. We must learn to go within, rewire the subconscious program, really look at, am I really ready for a conscious relationship? Am I really ready for a loving, beautiful relationship? Because if I am, then I better be ready to give that back because that's the only way I'm going to get it in return. And so what is that happening? What is, what's the next step? Then we go within, then we change our frequency. We raise our level of self-worth, self-awareness, and we learn how to really become healers in this world because men need just as much healing. And if you're in a twin flame relationship and they're very, very challenging and you want to run away very, very quickly. But if you can learn to truly bring compassion during times, especially of the dark nights of the soul, you're going to clear so much karma, not only for yourself, but you're going to clear a lot of karma for your children, for your daughters, for your sons, for anybody in your lineage. Because as you practice the sacred work, which I call the SWC method, the inner work, you actually heal seven generations before you and seven generations after you. And that to me is enough to show up every single day, to be disciplined with the mind, to learn to process emotions so that I don't keep creating more karma and to really learn to accept myself fully so that I can learn to accept others fully because that's where it all starts, ladies. So don't get it twisted, twin flames and soulmates. Although they sound very elegant and beautiful to experience, they require alignment, a lot of inner work and remembering truly who you are. And it takes the moments of clarity to remember that. So we're going to continue this conversation tomorrow. And I think one of the things that's very important for us to talk about in these experience of relationship relationships is forgiveness, forgiveness. So tomorrow we're going to look at the alchemy of forgiveness, how to actually incorporate and integrate this into our lives so that we can heal our relationships and truly experience beautiful, sacred relationships. I'm talking about Isis and Osiris, Jesus Christ and Mary Magdalene, talking about Shiva and Shakti relationships. That is our birthright. And if you're listening to this, it is your birthright. So thank you for tuning in. Now, if you want to know a little bit more about the SWC method, you can click on the link below in the podcast replay. I just want to say thank you to all of you that have been tuning in, subscribing, sharing the podcast. It's been such an honor, a pleasure. A big shout out to Lizzie for joining me every Friday. I love you so much. I look forward to my Fridays and on Friday, I'm really excited to hear what you, Lizzie, have to say about this, <laughs> this topic of relationships, because it's kind of neat to be able to see uh, different phases of relationships. You know, I work with a lot of different women and they are all, they're all on different journeys as it relates to relationships. Some are not in a relationship, some are in long-term relationships like me, some are in you know, just getting into a relationship. So it's kind of exciting because these fundamental principles, they actually apply to everything. So it really does come boiling down to energy and it really does come boiling down to healing your inner child. So if you want to learn more about the SWC method to heal your inner child, I will say it is for very ambitious, very kind of overachieving type of women, because, you know, it really does take a level of self-awareness to realize that not only are you the solution but you're also the problem 
And it takes courage. It takes courage for you to really show up for you and break those generational cycles. So click on the link below or on my IG Instagram profile, three-step framework, Veronica Berrigan, I am forward slash three-step framework. You can check out the training, you can learn a little bit more about the SWC method and see if it's something that is in alignment with you. Tomorrow, like I said, we're going to be looking at forgiveness as it relates to relationships. And then Friday, Lizzie will be with here with me and we're going to talk more about relationships, get a little bit more real. How does this look in our life? Thank you so much, ladies, for being here. I'm sending you all so much love. Remember who you are. Remember how gorgeous and beautiful you already are. Remember you are whole and complete and just allow the magic of whatever comes your way to fully fill your heart with happiness and joy because that's what relationships are all about. Thanks for being here, ladies. Have a blessed rest of your day. And Lizzie says, Shh, she has a lot to say, ladies, on Friday. Don't hold her back. I might, I might buy her a mimosa so that she can really open up <laughs> to all of us on Friday. What do you think, Lizzie? Oh, actually, Friday's her birthday. You know what? We might be doing mimosas for her because I don't drink alcohol, but I can definitely uh, do some kind of, yeah, let's do something fun on Friday. Maybe we can do the podcast from that one place where they have chilaquiles. Mm, what's that place called? Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. So Friday will it's Lizzie's birthday and the podcast will be recorded from some special cool place so join us on friday she might have a mimosa on her hand which might make her make her speak a lot more than usual so we'll see her on friday thanks ladies have a pleasure to your day Satnam. thank you so much for tuning in to today's sovereign women movement show podcast episode let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Berrigan.